Welcome back to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today, we're talking about this idea. It's a simple idea, and one that came to me quite a while ago, and I've been meaning to make a podcast about it, but here we are today, putting it together. So, the lab rat and the mad scientist is what I've titled this. And this was the idea that came to me. It is a useful analogy. And putting this idea into practice can help you learn things about yourself. Expose yourself to new, maybe uncomfortable stimulus and can lead to a more enriched life. For me, at least, it has led to a more enriched life. You are both the lab rat and the mad scientist. You are the one being tested and the tester, the one conducting the experiment. So we live in a world where, for most of us, comfort is the norm. And there is really no reason to deviate from that. You know, why would you leave your warm home? Why would you go out in the cold if you could just stay in the warmth? Like, it just, it really doesn't make any sense. There's no reason to. You can stay in your warm house, get in your warm car, order food directly to your house, take classes and or work online, Put earbuds in in social places. Use your phone to avoid speaking to or even making eye contact with a single other human being. On one hand, what a blessing all this is. You know, we don't have to struggle to survive anymore. Things are convenient and more widely available to, you know, there's there's more, more people have access to benefits and healthcare things, things like that than ever before. You know what a blessing that is, but it's also a double-edged sword and something we must stay aware of and push back against. I heard once that it is just, I heard once that just because it is convenient does not mean that it's good for you. And quite literally comfort kills. It kills your potential and all that you could be. And I'm not putting this podcast together to share some message about staying hard or trying to give some rah-rah motivational speech. You know, this is just, this is a genuine modern crisis that, I mean, it's just part of the times we live in. This is something we have to be aware of and deal with. And now, okay, so I'm kind of laying the foundation with that and now going to kind of jumping into things. So when I was into middle school, when I was in middle school and high school, I had friends you know, there's older people in my life or people I'd see online who could just go up to others so effortlessly and, you know, begin to talk to them. They wouldn't be shy or embarrassed. They weren't concerned with how they looked or what other people thought about them, you know, in a, in a healthy way. They just wanted to connect, put themselves out there. Even if nothing came out of it, they were willing to give it a try. I saw that and I, I envied it. I saw what I was compared to those people and I felt I lacked in my ability to just let go of myself and just be the one who was willing to break the ice. And it's something I I definitely still struggle with, you know, and I I finally started feeling fed up with it. Like it's ridiculous to walk past someone and not say hi or even just look them in the eyes, nod at them, something like that, not say good morning, whatever. Especially if you're the only two people Say you're like walking on a down the hallway and you're the only two people walking down the hallway. In a sense, 
you are the only two people in the world because that's where you are in that moment. And it's just you and that other person. Like if you were the only two people in the world, you'd walk past someone and not even acknowledge them. Like it's just ridiculous. You know, it's just silly to sit in a waiting room around eight other people and everyone is just sitting there on their phone. And I get it. There's times when, you know, everyone is different. Not everyone wants to talk or connect, but I mean, I mean, just think about it. Thinking about it is just silly. You know, it makes no sense to take a class and not even know the names of the people who sit around you because you're just staring at your screen or your phone. So I wanted to push back against this myself. And little by little, I started to practice putting myself out there. I am the scientist. I was experimenting, experimenting on myself, the little rat. I wanted to see how I would respond. I wanted to see how the little rat in me would respond. And the more I practiced, the more I put myself in these little social, these uncomfortable little social settings, the more confident I became in them. And I've conducted many experiments and still try to daily to see how I and others respond. And when I say experiments, it's not like anything crazy. It's just like, it's just interesting to say different things to different people and just see what happens, you know, where things can go. And you learn a lot of things along the way about yourself, about how others respond. You start to learn what works, what doesn't work. Um, you get better at reading people and it's just a fun little practice and something that you can work on all the time. It's no different than running, which is, of course, my typical example. You know, as you start to train for something you've never done before, say a marathon, you are literally doing experiments on yourself to see how you respond to different stimulus. And in the process, you are seeing what you are truly made of and capable of. I think this applies to anything whether it be putting yourself into a cold shower, doing something in a social setting, pushing a little further in the workout, you know, even just raising your damn hand in class and asking the question you're afraid to ask, confessing your sins and struggles with others, whatever makes you uncomfortable, try to practice to go there. Expose yourself to it in little ways and see what you learn about yourself. Watch yourself become more confident and in a sense, you become liberated more free. For me in social settings, this has been such a fun little challenge to try and let go of myself and what other people think about me. But again, I still definitely struggle. It's situationally dependent, I would say. So another quote I heard, and this one was from, I heard this from Chris Williamson, said, you'll stop caring what people think about you when you realize how little they do. For me, it's like the walking into the high school gym phenomenon or the spotlight effect. I think people can easily relate to this one. You know, you walk into a busy high school gym uh, during or before an event and, you know, you walk in, you think everyone is staring at you. It's a lie. They, like people may be looking, but no one really cares. No one even thinks twice about it. And the spotlight effect is the same thing. You know, we walk around thinking we have just this spotlight on us at all times and People are constantly looking at us, paying attention to us. It's another lie, but it's something we must practice pushing back against. And I think older people are much better at this. Once you get to a certain age, I think you just stop caring. And I, I heard this idea that, you know, if eventually, say, say when I'm 60 years old, I just stop caring what other people think about me, you know, 
and not that it's and I don't mean that in an unhealthy way, you know, but your your ego is beginning to dissolve for most people. You know, if you're going to do that when you're 60, why not just start doing it now? How much more of an adventure you could have if you started now, not caring as much what people thought and just pushing back against that in little ways. And for me again, it's not like it happened all at once. It's just little by little you keep you keep trying to fight back against that and you become more confident along the way. Jordan Peterson once said, you cannot adapt to what you will not face. Go to the place you don't want to go to. Confront the dragon in its lair before it gets too big. And do this in micro ways. You know, over time, after repeated exposure, you create a new baseline of discomfort. If being if if a certain social setting makes you uncomfortable and you continually expose yourself to it and try to push back against that, you're going to get more comfortable in that place. And now you have like a new baseline of where your discomfort line is. So maybe it's a, so you just are continually growing. It's like you went and you have a map and you have a little bit of territory explored. And, but there's all this unknown on the outside of the map, on the outside, that all this unknown territory. You went and you explored that place. You shined the light in there and you learned you know, you, you figured out what it's like there. So now this is no longer unknown territory. Your map has grown. You have less unknown and you, you just, you have literally grown and you become more confident through this because you have a, you have, the more you know on your map, the more places you've been, the less unknown there is, of course, the less terrified you're going to be. I mean, it's just how things work. And all of this, in a sense, for me, humbles and again, going back to older people, you know, it kills the ego because I'm, so often I'm so focused on me, 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 me. What are people thinking about me, 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 me? But it's like all of a sudden you flip it and you're not so thinking about yourself. You're thinking about how can I interact with this person? What question can I ask them? What can I do? It's like you put it on them and you begin to, you're, you're just less focused on yourself. And people want to be around someone who is willing to break the ice because they themselves are too terrified to do it. They want to do it, but they're too terrified to do it. They want someone to do it for them. And then all of a sudden it changes everything. It's just, it goes back to uh, Benjamin Me in We Bought a Zoo. He's sitting down and he says, sometimes all it takes is just 20 seconds of insane courage or bravery. You know, when we make such a big deal out of it, but it's not really a big deal, but it's just 20 seconds of that bravery, that courage to just... Put yourself out there, break the ice, especially in uh, social settings with new people. Um, just be that person. So go out, conduct some experiments on yourself and just see what you learn. Remember, you are the lab rat and the mad scientist. I hope you guys found something in this one. Thank you all for listening. I will see you next time. And of course, as always, sharpen the iron.